0: I remember when I accidentally did methamphetamine. I was off a few Xanax bars, probably, right? (laughs) Memory. And I was in a parking lot, right? Parking lots. Methamphetamine, Xanax, parking lots. uh, It all makes sense. Anyway, I was uh, high. I was snorting Xanax, too, I think, a little bit. I don't know why. I never really did that a lot. But, anyway, there was this chick moving in her Mercedes SUV. A little older, but not bad. And uh, she was moving. And I was Zanned out, so I don't really can't really comprehend people's behavior you know it was more just female attractive sex oh gosh i can i can offer to help because that's normal and of course i don't notice a full suv of just random 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 stuff right just full of the brim that it's that's weird, right? It's no organization or nothing. So Xanax, as much as I can remember, right? Um, I ended up helping or something, maybe, and I think we actually kind of like both knew. Uh, there was like three. There was three people. It was me and two other people, two chicks, and. I think we all knew that, like, drugs were, like, in the play from the get-go. I think, like, we were just, like, some damn near, like, little tweakers. Like, just, like, oh, like, you're in the parking lot, too? Me, too. Like, we're both high, probably, you know, just, like, the vibe of, like, just sketchy people we had. And it's unfortunate, too, because I was terrified of like i thought i was terrified of those type of people but turns out you can't be terrified you can't be terrified of something unless you become it um so i think we we went out this girl and i went out had some drinks and then found ourselves at a hotel, and we, it was a pretty nice hotel, and I, you know, so driven by just sexual pleasure, like, that's all I was looking for, literally, and, um, she brought out her pillow she brought out her pillow her thing to smoke this crystal-y stuff and I was on Xanax so she I, I, I don't know if she had smoked it already but she you know was in the process of doing it and I was intrigued, I don't know why, Um, well I think in a spiritual meaning or in a very deeper sense of what was going on I think my heartbeat was getting pretty low and I think it, it would have that night if I would have went to sleep on Xanax and whatever you know, maybe it was going to just get too low and it, that would have been it. Like I would have just, you know, fell asleep forever or whatever. But I think, you know, the, I think Jesus, you know, this is a part of my story is the, the methamphetamine, you know, brought me back, (laughs) it brought my heart back to a normal heartbeat it brought me back to what I am now able to live like because I got through that I did so much Xanax and I was abusing that where I was so messed up that it probably would have had permanent damage on on me afterward this is all theory to just make my make me wrap my head around what I really did but it's a very good theory because it's it's making my life have purpose. But anyway, so I'll never forget this. The, the, the person, the girl said, I, cause I asked her for it. I was like, Oh, I want some, whatever. And she said with passion and empathy, she said, I do not wish a meth addiction upon, upon anyone. And I was like, if I remember that so vividly while, you know, being extremely high on Xanax and a little bit of alcohol and I hadn't smoked this shit yet, but it's weird. Um, so anyway, um, I remember that her saying that and that was crazy cause she wasn't like again, this is with Xanax eyes, but I, she wasn't like, it was crazy how she wasn't fucking like a tweaker face. She wasn't, she wasn't ugly. And she wasn't like, like spun out in a sense where, you know, she's fucking talking to her voices and seeing shadows or shit. Like she wasn't sprung out, sprung out. And So, that's what I'm thinking, right, on Xanax. I'm like, okay, she's, like, normal as fuck. Like, she's super normal, as normal as me. Like, um, I could do this. I could do this fucking meth shit, right? So, I did it, and I fucking, it didn't, I thought, I thought meth was, like, just gonna make you, like, your heart rate just go fucking out the door, right? I thought it was gonna be, like, just cocaine times ten, like, you just, it's a very extreme stimulant, but... I guess because I was so under the influence of Xanax that it, it had a whole different reaction. I remember just smoking it, blowing it out, and uh, just... Yeah, we. It was, it was, I remember saying such absurd things, like, I want to marry you, like, I want to have your kids, like, so weird, like... Um, just... Yeah, I was it's so it's unfortunate because I my the memory is not fully there. Um I, I remember like like passing out or something like I I I like I I blocked out or something like just fell I fell asleep, right? I Fell asleep for a little bit. And um like just I don't know. Like it was fucking crazy honestly it was so unhealthy so so thank god i thank god i'm alive but so another reason why this had to happen this this incident um i was doing so much molly and so much ecstasy like just raving and music festival and indulging in this new like lovey-dovey, accepting of everything, and, you know, experimenting with lots of different things, and sexual, and drugs, and just totally thought I was invincible in the realm of having fun. And I, God brought me to the edge. He brought me to, he, he said, okay, you did all this Molly for a, a couple years, you were having fun, and Progressively it was gonna progressively it was just gonna destroy my health. It was gonna kill me very, very fast. So I was hit with the kicker. It was the over the edge, the methamphetamine, the Xanax, the you know, getting a night, staying the night with this person for one night, doing the meth a couple times, and then, you know, just in and out of consciousness, doing, you know, sexual things as as you do on drugs. And then the next day, um, this is when it was like really got weird because you're not like, you're not sleeping, right? Like you're not, well, if you're f- falling in and out of sleep, it's not, you know, proper sleep. You're not your brain. Is, anyway, I, uh, we went to, I went to like a, like a restaurant, like we went to Blackberry diner in the morning in the morning for fucking breakfast. And. I, this is, I started, I was hallucinating, I I was was watching her, look at her face, and it was just like, it was, it looked like one, like, one of their eyes was, like, drooping down, or, like, it just looked like, it, you know, it just looked like some, it was scary, like, it looked like, yeah, like, like, her face was, like, morphed, like, vaguely, and it wasn't, like, ongoing it just happened like once and like gave me like an anxiety shock right just like oh my gosh what the heck like i'm gonna go to the bathroom and, like put some cold water on my face or whatever just did that had some breakfast i think we actually ate pretty like pretty healthy <laughs> like had like freaking like granola and like apples and fucking granola or what's it called fucking oatmeal <laughs> we had oatmeal and like apples and cinnamon i remember that um I actually saw someone I knew that day, too, and it was really weird because my brain was so out of whack that, like, when I saw this person, I was like, oh, my gosh, I hope I hope he doesn't see me, and I hope he, like, or, like, I hope he, yeah, basically, I hope he didn't see me even though we, we pretty much looked at each other, um, and I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed because the person I was with looked like a stripper, um, not, not unattractive, but just looked like a stripper, damn near like an escort, like, she wasn't, though. I wasn't paying for nothing, and, uh, we, I, I remember calling my family, and just, like, super, like, almost, like, kind of like the feeling, like, when you're, like, super high off weed, or, like, you know, just like, you know, when you're young and you're, you know, you're, you're high off weed, smoke a bunch of blunts and you're like, Hey, I'm just going to like, Hey, I'm just going to stay the night over at my friend's house. Or like, you know, like just, you don't want to make the conversation quick. You don't want to like, you're like kind of like hiding something like, I just, you know, I'll just see tomorrow. Like I'm tired. I want to drive home, whatever. Like normal conversation. I I was, I was, I had that normal conversation but I just it, it was like this this background 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 paranoia like was just starting it was just slowly slowly starting to creep up this this calm down, this withdrawal, but this drug is it lasts so it lasts so long that it that's what's so addictive and it's so scary and just side note I thought I knew what addiction meant, you know up until I was. 22 23 you know I, addiction is when your body is trying to get that filling from something because if it doesn't have that filling it's gonna freak out so like if you quit marijuana you know quit quit marijuana cold turkey you get irritable and you know it will it's just it's like the addiction, your body doesn't, your body doesn't come addicted. You know, it's more of like a mental kind of like a, you can placebo it, you know, you could kind of work out, you can kind of break it. But with, with this math man, your, your body starts to like, it, it really, really your brain, it, it does this huge change in chemicals in your brain so much that when you're sober, it's like, your body's like you just did something crazy to me and it was poison but I used it because then it produced all these good chemicals and it like tricked me into liking it but I don't have it in my system anymore and now I'm freaking out because I don't know what just happened but we got adjust, we had to adapt to it because that's what we do and now it's out of my system and yeah I'm Anyway, so fucking, so it's, it's a very, very scary, scary, scary drug. I, I was terrified of it my whole life, terrified of it. I wouldn't want to talk about it, methamphetamine, with anybody. Like, I thought that was, I, you know, no disrespect, and sadly, unfortunately, I thought it was just like a, like something that homeless people were on the streets for, but that's actually not even the case it's it's it could be accidental on how they get hooked to it because it's just they don't they're so they're just they're like I don't want to come down I just never want to withdraw I never want to come down because it's you go to hell you go to hell you you go to hell when you withdraw from methamphetamine I I so okay told my dad I was staying another night at a friend's house is lying to him he's on my ass too but this is a time in my life where you know I'm experimenting with partying and you know they're kind of you know kind of allowing me to have a little fun and it's it, it hasn't it, didn't, it hasn't seemed to become an extreme problem yet but maybe maybe we all were oblivious to it which is okay. We're here now. So, the second night stayed in a different place, Motel Six. Bum bum bum. Can't fuck with the sixes, bro. And uh fucking did that shit again. Smoked that shit again and i didn't even i didn't even realize you're doing it you don't you don't even know what you're doing you it, it's weird it's hard to explain it's uh because when you're on i think it seems as if you like you're blacked out like you're you're like a you, it's you leave your you leave your body like you're possessed off methamphetamine it seems like it's i don't know i hate it i I hate it. I didn't, it's so weird how I did it like for two days, right? Cause well, I guess no, because I just, I was avoiding a withdrawal. I was avoiding a come down. I did not know what I was I had not know what to expect. I had not know what was coming for me, but that's why people don't ever quit meth. Cause the come downs is just horrendous. And it's freaking horrible. Um, I remember I explained it as taking every single drug like that's like imagine taking like every single drug at once that's what methamphetamine like withdrawal come come down feels like I so smoked it twice right with her and then I remember I started like tripping like I we were like taking a break from all the stuff we were doing just like you know hanging out in bed or whatever and I was gonna take like a shower or something and I was like hallucinating that my 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 genitalia, my my thing, my penis was like 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 morphing and like changing colors and like black and like disease like a disease was forming like it's really weird like I like it's just you know it's just the it's fucking meth bro like tripping out of course so yeah I. And she's convincing me, like, no, no, don't, don't, like, don't. And she knows what's happening. She she, she actually started, like, bawling, crying. It was really, it was interesting because I'm not going to blame her. I'll never blame her. And like I, like I said, she was sent to me from God to save me, I, I think. So she was sent from Jesus to save me, put my heartbeat back on point, and or give me this horrible experience of doing meth to completely stop me for the rest of my life doing drugs and pills because I was like I said I was doing the mollies and ecstasies and psychedelics and cokes and heavy 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 THC and like just all the time so I wonder if you know doing molly and stuff like that for another two years making it a f- total of four-year venture compared to the let's halt you at this meth incident and complete you for good you know I have I, I don't ha- I have health anxiety about about what happened I mean it's only happened it was about two or three years ago uh, let's see 25 23, yeah so yeah meth will age the fuck out of you though shit Just do not do that do not do that you don't even fucking like need to say it more than twice. It's not people aren't dumb, but like, really though. Like Molly's, Molly is another discussion. But so, um, okay, story continues. Um, yeah. So stay with her another night. Whatever. Um, this where it gets. This is where this is where I started like coming down or this is where the, the meth started. Like if there were any, like, I don't, like I said, I wasn't like happy. I didn't fucking have a good time on meth. It was just blackout and like sex and waking up and falling asleep. Like it wasn't fun. It wasn't, it didn't feel good. It, like it was just, I, I was kept doing it cause I didn't want to come down. I didn't, I wasn't realized at the moment, but so, okay. So we, I wake up out of nowhere. It's like eleven o'clock, and my meth brain says to uh, leave. I I check out of the hotel, but like I I take out all the stuff that's in the hotel. I I I I took all of her stuff. I gave it back. God willing, I met up with this person in the future <laughs> and I we gave her some money and we tried to apologize for the situation because it was just nasty and it it was dark and I try to make we try to make amends to it. I don't know. I think I think we did, but I'm really sorry for, you know, everything that happened, of course. But anyway, so... (sighs) I take out all the shit from the fucking hotel. I take all of her stuff. I take all of of the stuff that's in there. Like, just random shit. And I fucking take it all and I leave. I put it in my car and I check out of the hotel. And she's still in there and uh i fucking go to the bar and i see people that i know and shit and uh, who knows i mean they probably knew i was fucked up like awesome shit i mean i was i was like blacked out so i don't i don't like really remember like it i remember going to the bar and getting a few drinks but my body was like really just like probably just using all its energy to like stay alive really uh i fucking like i was very jerky with my movements like i remember my muscles were like very jerky and it was like like uh kind of it like tourette's like which is very scary um I ended up, like, banging my head on... I I closed my head... I closed the door on my head, like, pretty much, essentially. Because I was, like, trying to, like, go so fast from my car to the bar. Because it was, like... Right? Was, oh, I was, like, oh want to be at the bar. It's, like, so fun. Whatever. Just super, like... Just super stimulated. And had been super stimulated for the last couple of days, so... It's starting to have a really big impact on, on my, my awareness and everything. But, um, so I was at the bar for a little bit, seen some people. Um, I, I went to a buddy's house after and, hit the like the the hit the pillow like one more time i fucking brought it right i took that shit because i i wasn't like i wasn't in control of myself it was i i was not in control of myself i was i was had been taken i, I was i was taken from the methamphetamine i was it was in complete control of my fucking brain and it was Very, very scary. Um, Thank you, God, for allowing me to live. But I went to my buddy's house, hit that again, and uh, remember, like, just freestyling and kind of, like, listening to music with some buddies and stuff. And then I just did some more, right, fucking, so sexual off that shit that I, I fucking, um, I got, like, a hooker, I, I went to, like, a, I went to, fucking, like, uh, like, a Motel 6 in Woodland, fucking found a hooker off back pages. like, just really weird, like, um, I got there and I, I couldn't at this point I couldn't even I couldn't even get hard like I could I had I had been having sex so much I I think like the last couple of days that I couldn't even like I was literally like a one inch dick like a two inch dick like literally and, it, and but I was so like so sexual and I was just so adamant about having sex like that's it like I was just I that's all I wanted to do for the rest of my life is just get hookers and do meth like that's that's what it was like that's what it like felt like but you don't you don't realize that's what you're doing because this is a very powerful thing please do not do it I'm just kind of venting because this story is true and it's been inside me for a couple years and if I have an opportunity to let it out, I don't know what I should do about it. But, so, I am with the, with the person at the Motel 6 again. And, um, I snort a little bit of fucking meth there. And, then I, uh, tried to go buy her a bottle of Hennessy and like, I think I was able to at Walmart, but it's just so, it's so like delusional and it's, it's, it like, it doesn't seem like it was real and it just seems like anyway. So I fucking did that and then, um, went back to there um and i i fucking like my time was up or whatever i don't even know but we didn't do shit because i fucking couldn't even do anything and um yeah scary but i so i'm just like kind of at this point dreading coming home Um, and I, I'm on my way home from Woodland to the place of Dixon and, um, I threw the meth out the window. I just, I don't know. I just threw it out the window, was starting to panic. I was very panicky in the car the whole way home. Very, very panicky. This is like the first time I've ever really started to experience panic attacks, kind of the last, yeah, and, um, I fucking am really starting to come down really hard, and I, I got home safe, thank you, God, got home safe, and I, I, uh, I couldn't finish a task when I got back to my, my house, I, I would start to brush my teeth, and then i would leave the room and then the water would still be on and then i would go back in there and turn the water off and then i would like start to read something about you know how to deal with a meth come down and i could only read like a, a paragraph or a sentence at a time then would just do something else and then i got an idea that i should take an ambien because i thought that would help me go to sleep but that just made me more delusional so that sucked um it was only a half. Thank God. Thank God. Um, and so then I went over to my neighbor's house and I asked for help. I said, Hey, I did, I did methamphetamine. I think I'm, I think I'm dying. Like I think, I think I'm coming, I think I'm coming down really hard. Like I'm really, really, really scared and I need help. Can you like call the ambulance or whatever? And he was just like laughing at me and recording me um, yeah, shout out to good friends, I chose my friends my whole life, so, it's on me, um, I have also have a big heart too, so, that's probably why I could fucking handle meth, so don't do meth if your heart is small, or big, <laughs> just don't do that shit, ever, 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 it's not fucking hard to not do, <laughs> don't do any fucking drugs, bro, equilibrium, fucking don't do it, Um, so I fucking went back to my house and I think I called someone, I called someone in my, like in my driveway and I told them what I did and they questioned, questioned me and I said, yeah, this is what had happened. So, um, this is, I'm just having a panic attack. So I think that's, I don't want to know about like what, you know, what was really like going on. In my, I think, I, I don't know what was really going on in my body. Um, it's just, I, I felt like my heart rate was just so, so, so fast, right? It just, it's like 130 beats, like, just, like for an hours, right? It just felt like, it, would, of course. So <sighs> I'm so out of my head right now. And I, I go back in the house, right? The person on their way. And they get there. And they get there. And they get there. And trying to talk me out of this. And you know. They don't know what they're. They don't know what they're dealing with. I don't. I don't know what I'm dealing with. So they. However they're trying to help. Is it's. You know. It wasn't helping. It will. Hint, the person that I got there. That. Their presence was helpful. And. and Um, I want, I, we ended up calling the, uh, like the ambulance. And I think they, they came out to the house, they came out to the house and they, I told them, I was like, I'm, I, I, I must have told them I was, what was happening to me. I was freaking out. They came in with their supplies, but they didn't take me. I was like, Oh. Like they got there and I was like, they're like, do you, do you want us to take you to the hospital? I was like, y- yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Like, and they're like, well, you're, you're like, I, it's hard to talk on this one because I don't know like if it's the truth or not. I don't uh, speculate a little bit. Maybe I, what I think kind of happened. I think, I think we like kind of like, we're all evaluating, evaluating if I was going to go in the, into the, the truck back to the hospital. But I ended up not. Drove there on our own and was sitting in the, you know, I went to the ER, took, they took my, my blood pressure and all that, or, you know, your heart rate. And it was, it was like 130 beats per minute just, and it wouldn't go down. It wouldn't go down. It wouldn't go down. I'm just, you know, I'm just very, very nervous, very, very nervous, very paranoid. Just the opposite of what meth does to you. So I... And this, it's all really like, I, um, at this point I wasn't, I wasn't convinced I was going to die yet, but I was very, very close to the peak of a full blown panic attack. And I finally had got into the room where they checked me and I was starting to hallucinate really, really hard in there. I was... I thought my my arms were green. I thought my veins were just completely green. Um, God forbid. I was just the walls were moving and melting. I'm telling you, it was like it was like acid, but it, but like a v- extremely horrible trip. It was just, yeah. I can't. I don't want to compare it to acid. Acids could be beautiful, but. Yeah. So I it just like felt like I took all, all the drugs in the world and they were just like fighting back. So I was hallucinating and hallucinating and hallucinating and I was like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm I'm dying. Just like, just 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 let me die. Like, I know I'm dying. You don't need to hide it from me. Like, it was, I was just like really out. It was fucking insane. Like, oh, I'm fucking dying. Like, it's okay, mom. Don't cry. Like, it's okay. I'm dying. It's Like, it's, you don't need to cry about it. It was really fucking weird. Like, that's a stupid ass mess. Shit. Fucking Hitler. Um. And. I fucking so this is the moment where I and this is the moment where I'll always be happy to speak about this is because I, I had give I had like I had like I had been coming down so hard and I like I was like oh I was convinced I was dying because like I was like I just want to die because like I hate how I feel right now and it, it's it's the it's just sucks so fucking bad that like it, it feels like this is de- like this is like I'm dying. Like I want to die because I don't want to feel like this. Like basically. So the a, a substance abuse counselor fucking came in with a red book and I was like, oh, a uh, there's a priest. Like there's a there's a priest coming in to say the last words to you know, you know when a, like a, I guess like a priest comes in and says some words of you know says some spiritual words and. <laughs> out of their bible when someone's dying i think and i that's what i thought was happening i was like okay well see they're coming in with their bible and they're gonna you know like send me off peacefully or whatever and and that's how i know that god is real because that was the last thing i remember so before i before i went out and unconscious for like and then i woke up out of it i not like i woke up out of it out of this this horrible state right this hell i woke up out of hell um i the last thing i remember was like okay so instead of instead of blacking out into just like okay i'm i'm dead and i i I decided to die because of how painful that was but it was like i decided to die but before i decided to die i thought of god and i thought like okay well they're bringing in a Bible. So like that was that's God gave me that to, to remember. So I came out of it. I came out of it. I in the t- I don't know. And I'm a weird fucking thing I did for uh, lots of months after this incident. I wouldn't I didn't believe like I didn't believe that I was only there for six six hours or five hours I I thought like sometimes I would believe that I was in there for two years and there everyone was lying to me about like my like about no you're actually fucking 27 you were in a coma like dude I fucking was so twacked out of my brain wow thank god I'm here but uh I came out of this and (laughs) this is kind of funny I had to go re- I had to go pee really bad. So I guess right they fucking gave me IVs and they were pushing the shit out of my system, eh? So I had to go pee hella fucking bad with cuss words. And I was so paranoid, right? I'm like, I can't go pee. If I get up and go pee, like they're gonna know I have to go pee. Like I can't I can't do that, right? So I, I ended up going fucking to the bathroom and I just pissed my ass off and then was like fucking ready to go home. I remember getting home and what, another weird thing that happened. We like ordered pizza, or whatever. And I'm starting to like I'm like I'm, I'm I'm still fucked up, but I'm like I can be fucking Andrew. Like I could be a fucking kind of could communicate. And I was I was I was back, but I was just like I was like PTSD now. Now I'm just like I can't stop thinking about what I just fucking did. And there was many nights where I would like I I was terrified that my heart was beating so fucking fast. Anyway. I uh we ordered pizza and I was sitting on the couch waiting for, waiting for it or whatever and I thought like everything was thinner like the our glass sliding door and our thing that protects it from the sun coming in I thought it was like thin and I was like, I didn't know how thin that was like do you guys see how like it's so thin and narrow over there so thin and narrow over there and they're like, You're fucking weird. (laughs) So thank I'm fucking thankful I'm alive. Though that is the story of me doing some shit.